When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. Okay, everybody. Anyways, um, my name is Michael E. Cohen II, your host, and with me as always is... Um, Matt, Dennis Kamenis House. That's a really long name, man. It is. Are you sure that's your name? Me and Captain Marvel got divorced, and now I'm married to Dennis Demis. Okay. So, that um, was a weird intro. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's okay, man. We're, 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 I told you I was going to have a mental breakdown, so it's about to happen, I think. It's all right. Yeah. So, um, well, spoiler there, I think. Um, <laughs> folks, uh, and plus, you know, if you read the uh, little, you know, episode description, you might know what we're covering today. We're covering the... Uh, third movie in the Dennis the Menace live action movie series from uh, 2007 it's called A Dennis the Menace Christmas um directed by Ron Oliver who directed me Bigger, fatter liar, which we've already covered on this show. <laughs> yep, yep. That one wasn't bad. That was okay. Yeah, not like this one. Obviously, he's also the director of the upcoming Grand Daddy Daycare. Oh my god! What the third movie in the Daddy Daycare series? I didn't know they had a second one. Yeah, there was Daddy Day Camp because the first one, you know, had um, <clears throat> had uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, and uh, and, and Jeff du- Jeff Garland. Yeah, Jeff Garland. Yeah, the Which, second one, Cuba Gooding Jr. took over as the same role as okay. Eddie Murphy, and that was the Daddy Day Camp. Oh Those God. both went to the theaters, but now we're going <clears throat> to have this a future episode of our show. I'm pretty sure because it just came out in fe- February of 2019. Um, so sometime soon we may cover this. There yeah. is, uh, unfortunately, yes, uh, granddaddy day camp starring Danny Trejo, Reno Wilson, um, and George went mm. among other people. Yep. It looks like a winner folks. <laughs> My, sorry, go ahead. directed by Ron Oliver, the director <clears throat> of this movie. My brother and I used to call daddy daycare, daddy shit care. Yeah. 
just because we thought it was clever. And I'm just trying to figure out how they decided to make a sequel to that movie, let alone a third one. Yeah. Okay. Every movie series has a trilogy these days. It's not. It's not a not. It's not like a a, mm. a thing anymore. Where it was like, oh my god, Star Wars got three movies, a trilogy. No, Daddy Daycare gets a trilogy now, so it doesn't. It's not a novelty anymore. Okay, that's the word I was looking for. Novelty. Yeah, but uh, like our, this our, movie is a novelty. Yeah, our, our, our friend, your friend here that directed um, uh, a Dennis Menace Christmas. Um, yeah, I said also directed a uh, Bigger Fatter Liar. He directed uh, Beethoven's Treasure Trail, another direct video <laughs> sequel. And um, he directed the Harriet the Spy Blog Wars. I'm just going through his little history here. He directed several episodes, uh, three, that is, of uh, Degrassi, The Next Generation. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, Police Academy, the TV series of episodes of are you afraid of the dark um that was a good show yeah it was yeah so so some good some bad there um but now i am really excited about grant grant yeah we gotta god yeah we're gonna have to look that one up yeah um unfortunately i love it when i find out something okay so this movie it was also it was written by uh kathleen leck leckanol L-A-C-C-I-N-O-L-E. Like a dolly, maybe? Like a nolly, maybe? Uh-huh, maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, she also <coughs> wrote uh, Dr. Doolittle, Tale to the Chief. Oh, my God. What a title. That's all she's... That's her whole filmography. What a title. Yeah. She, she wrote <clears throat> two direct-to-video sequels. She just started doing the Airbud ones because they got great puns as well. Yeah. So... Spike's back. Yeah. And this movie, it... Uh, <clears throat> it starred uh, newcomer uh, Max... Maxwell Perry Cotton as Dennis Mitchell. And um, as Mr. George Wilson, the um, ever-amazing Robert Wagner. And as Mrs. Wilson, Mrs. Martha Wilson, just want to point this out right off the bat here, folks. (laughs) Louise Fletcher. Yes, Academy Award-winning actress Louise Fletcher. Fletcher is in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think she was just bored. From One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Nurse Ratched. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly the most evil character in the history of movies. Now it just makes me want to watch One Flew Over the Cuckoo's She's Nest. She's very nice in this movie. Very patient. Yeah. Yeah. Very um, mm-hmm. compassionate towards Dennis's... Um, yes. Um, But then again, I actually think that in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, she's uh, unfairly judged as being bad. But that 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 we could uh, um, cover on a different podcast in the future or something about. I'd have to see it again. It's been like decades since I've seen it. It's one of my favorite movies. So I just think she's unfairly judged as a as a villain. Um, She's just doing her job. Anyways, um, the (laughs) haven't heard that one before. No, I know. I just just, (laughs) there's a. We've also got uh, George Newbern, who you may know from the Father of the Bride movies, okay. as well as the TV show Scandal, as Henry Mitchell, Dennis's dad. And then we got uh, some actress named Kim Schreiner as Alice Mitchell. Got a bunch of kids in there. Um, the character of Margaret, who's normally white in these movies, is now an African-American actress. 
It's interesting. Yeah, it's just like in the changed. other two movies that this is a sequel to, supposedly she's all of a sudden a different race. I have nothing against casting. I'm just going to make that clear so nobody thinks I'm racist or coming off as racist here. I have no problem with changing the race of a character. I have no problem with anything like that. It's just continuity that I'm trying to figure yeah. out here. But then again... This is a, this but is then a, again, Dennis is like the same age he was like 20 years ago. And this is so, a direct-to-video yeah. times two. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice voice crack there. Um, yeah. When it's time to change. You know, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, though, but you said she's in Black Lightning now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, oh, um, yeah, the actress, uh, um, China Ann McClan, uh, McLean, I'm sorry, um, is is now on currently on uh, Black Lightning playing the character of lightning <laughs> not black lightning but lightning okay anyways because <laughs> because because if you watch that show black lightning has two daughters one of them's oh. named thunder and one of them's named lightning okay yeah cool. so yeah they're actually characters in the comic books too so i'm not really spoiling anything here folks okay <laughs> no spoiler alert needed i don't know where this voice spoiler came alert <laughs> Spoiler alert, the, the cat gets better and the guy gets sick. Sorry. <laughs> Mark Marin, too real. Yeah. Anyways, um, so... Okay, what's what's going on in this movie here, Matt? <clears throat> what's going on is a whole bunch of stuff largely disconnected from reality and other contexts of the movie. But, um, okay, so it starts off with uh, Mr. Wilson having a nightmare where Dennis knocks him over with his bike while he's get, trying to get his paper, morning paper. And then he wakes up and then they go to um, like some school function for like some Thanksgiving play or something like that. And uh, Dennis is like in the background, like with his friends getting ready for the play. And he mentions that the, the turkey doesn't look happy or something like that. So they all go to get ready to go on stage to do their lines and Dennis, you know, feels compassionate for the turkey because it doesn't have any water left. So he opens the cage to get him some new water. But then, like an idiot, he doesn't close the cage. He's six years old, so whatever. He doesn't close the cage. And then he gets the water. And the turkey gets out. And then um, the girl, I forgot her name. What was her name? The the one from Black Lightning. Oh, um, the character's Margaret. Margaret. Yeah. Said that she has a, an allergy to turkey feathers, which I'm not even sure if that's a real allergy or not. But whatever. And so she starts, like, freaking out about the turkey being loose. And that, it, and for some reason, that starts off a whole weird food fight thing going on. I'm not exactly sure how that even happened. But both well, the yeah, kids... we got to mention why there was food there. Oh, there, yeah. There was, like, <laughs> this ladies auxiliary group That's that right. would have food there. And uh, before we, uh, be- before the before the program started, um, what, what did the principal say, Matt? <laughs> the principal said, and I quote, I can't wait to taste these ladies' goodies. And he pauses a little bit after saying that, realizing that maybe it sounded kind of weird. Yeah. Again, this is for kids' movies. Yeah, this is like a G-rated movie, folks. Um, so. Yeah. <clears throat> and the fact that he paused indicated that he knew there was something weird about what he said, which is a kind of hint to the, the audience, or the adult audience, for that matter, is supposed yeah. to take some kind of double meaning from this. Again, G-rated kids' movie. Yeah, G or PG or something. Well, I don't even know what the hell it's rated. I, I but think it's, it's something. probably, it's probably yeah. G. Um, because, I don't know, whatever. Because I don't really care enough to I don't care. Out. Don't even look it up. It's, it's, no. it's, it doesn't matter. 
Because looking it up will make you a shameless capitalist, which a phrase which has been uttered about seven times in this movie. But we'll get to that it's part. It's right in G, by the way, folks. Okay. I just looked okay. it up. All right, cool. Why am I whispering? I don't know. <clears throat> okay, I'll okay. stop. All right, cool. <laughs> so uh, I set it up. You want you want to maybe take over a little bit? Okay, or? so in a uh, chestnut shell. <laughs> See, the Christmas theme thing? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I'm good like that. Good. Anyways, um, <laughs> this is what happens. Um, throughout the thing, Dennis dreams of finally getting a brand new bike that he wanted. This, like, fancy bike or whatever for Christmas. And, uh, and he also wants to make sure that Mr. Wilson has a perfect holiday. Because Dennis, above all else, is a good kid. Yeah, that that's the story at least. Which I don't, I, I don't buy personally. <laughs> and um, he's a sociopath yeah. who tricks people into thinking he's a good kid. But yeah, he makes a he makes a random long list of things that he wants to have done to help uh, somehow get Mr. Wilson have a good holiday, make him have a good holiday or some bullshit. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, plot device, plot device that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't it doesn't really move the story forward. Anyways, um, Nothing the uh, this movie yeah, does. the um. No offense to the writer. I'm of, sorry. I know. No offense to the writer I, of, um, of Doctor Doolittle, Talda the Chief. Anyways, um, and, you know, at least they're doing something. Yeah. And I wish I was. I wish yeah, I, I know. Could, I wish I could find a gig as silly as that. Yeah. So take take anything I say at least that's sarcastic is is almost a tinge of jealousy. <laughs> you know that. Take it with a grain of salt and and chestnuts. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to come up with something the Christmas thing. <laughs> Salt and gingery. I don't know. I can't. Salt and pepper. Yeah. What? Push it. Well, oh, wait. Okay. I don't know. Now we're now we're really detouring here. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the uh, basically what it is is you know typical Mister Wilson getting pissed at Dennis while Dennis you know uses all of his antique stamps on letters when he's watching them randomly you know there's other times too they okay early on in the movie too like not real early but they introduce an angel played by the stand-up comedian godfrey who you may remember from the make seven up yours commercials if you're old enough to remember those anyways um and uh godfrey's actually a pretty interesting guy um you know i'll just do a plug for mark maron's podcast if you look up the wtf with mark maron that would he interviewed Godfrey. It was actually a pretty good episode. Anyways, um, so we got like so um, Godfrey's introduced and then just kind of disappears for a while as Bob the Angel. Yeah, and uh, he shows up every so often, but just randomly. He was going to be the Santa Claus at the mall where Alice Mitchell had a job wrapping presents, but she couldn't find a babysitter because nobody will babysit Dennis. And uh, so she's at the mall wrapping gifts and had to take Dennis with her. And then at the mall, too, Michael Lerner is there, the actor, the the actually really good actor who you've probably seen in a lot of Coen Brothers films and other things. Who's in this movie, by the way, too, with Louise Fletcher. Anyways, um, <laughs> and Greg Newbern. I just just trying to figure out how these people ended up in this movie. Robert Wagner and. um. <laughs> So, um, 
<laughs> ah, money. Anyways, yeah, um, <laughs> or just boredom too. Yes, I don't I, know. I, I want to do something. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the um the basically all hell breaks loose at the mall, and Dennis accidentally makes shit fall and all over Santa, and then Santa gets canned <clears throat> too. And Santa, who is Bob the Angel, and um, yeah. Yeah, so this guy, he, okay, he, it's it's weird for a plot device to introduce a character, like, three times throughout the movie before he even serves his function. Yeah. The, I mean, I don't really the, know what the word is for that, but it's very weird. Because, like, honestly, I don't think the real plot of this movie, it's like they're setting up all this background so we get to know who Dennis and Mr. Wilson are and stuff like that, but this is the third movie in the series. So we already know their are, relationship. It, yeah, and, and if you've ever seen the cartoon Dennis the Menace or the or the '60s Jay North TV series, you know the dynamic between Mr. Wilson and and you only need a couple scenes to set that up. But before they actually get to the plot, it's literally like forty seven minutes into the movie. Yeah, and the movie's only an hour and twenty three minutes. Yeah, long. so over half of the movie is is, is yeah done. Before he shows up in Mr. Wilson's chimney. And it's just random thing with bad effects and, uh... Oh, real bad effects. Yeah, and... I'm actually writing this down as we speak, because I don't want to forget everything. Yeah. Because there's so many bad things in this movie that I want to talk about. Yeah, and so, so basically, in the end, at one point, Dennis accidentally sets fire to to Mr. Wilson's house (laughs) after doing all this other shit, and the Mitchells basically owe Mr. Wilson, like, $45,000. Yeah, because he ruined a stamp collection, which was worth $10,000. Yeah, and then he burned down his house. Uh, and now, uh, remember that scene, though, where the paramedics just let him hang out in their smoke-filled house? Yeah. Like, these they, old they, elderly people. <laughs> yeah, this, 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 this elderly couple is probably on a fixed income. And um, probably now have carbon monoxide poisoning, and right after the movie, they both died. And... Um, <laughs> that's the scene that they cut out like right after right right after the credits roll you cut you cut back to you know it's mr and mrs wilson laying in bed and then they die from the silent deadly killer of carbon monoxide poisoning i'm just saying that's what's happening so there's a scene where our mrs wilson's downstairs looking for something and the entire room is completely filled up with smoke i mean it's like and then she's trying to light a fire in the chimney and the reason she because this is one of the last times the, the, before the plot device actually happens that uh, Godfrey shows up and he's in the chimney and she can't light a fire in the chimney because she wanted to warm up the house because there's a big fucking hole in the house because <laughs> Dennis, <laughs> Dennis set fire to their living room. <laughs> so, so not only are they inhaling smoke and, you know, possibly dying because of that, they're living with a literal hole in the wall. So if there's a draft, then, oh well, I mean, you know, just deal with it, I guess. Just put a newspaper around you as a blanket and and go to sleep. So so, so there's that. So he made he made that um he made that bed for them. Can I mention the cookies? Can I mention the cookies? Oh yeah. Please? Okay. <clears throat> so Dennis, I think, has like mental health issues in this in this movie, and I don't mean that as an insult. I mean that as an actual statement of fact. Like I think he actually has some sort of. I don't know, cognitive issues, but so he got the idea to make cookies for Mr. Wilson while he was sleeping, while he was sleeping. And he thought that taking a bunch of fruit loops or the equivalent thereof, um, I think black pepper was in the mix 
um, sardines, and a bunch of other weird crap like mustard. Put that into a blender, made it into a mush, and then took the mush, put them on a baking sheet, put it into the oven, and baked them into lumps, and then woke Mr. Wilson up and then served him one. And, and then, then he, he was to allergic ho- to him. He immediately got sent to the hospital. Yeah. Again. Like, no, I think that was the first oh, time. Oh, that actually. was the first time. Yeah, because then again, um, later on, he ends up... How, how did he end up in the hospital and get a, a neck brace and a cast and shit? Oh, yeah. So there's another scene. Cause we, oh, he trips we, over them. We were kind of blacking out. Oh, oh, that, oh, that was earlier in the movie, actually. Because he... This yeah, the second time he went to the hospital was, was the cookies. Yeah, because because okay. when he was making the cookies, it was when he was there taking care of them after he was resting from being back okay. at the hospital. <laughs> so yeah, so here's, here's another di- dynamic. Oh, sorry, we're, we're we're the timelines messed up. Okay, so so first <clears throat> he's at the mall with Dennis and a bunch of Dennis's friends. I'm not even sure why their parents let six year old children in 2007 go shopping at the mall by themselves, but that's a whole other thing. Whatever. Yeah. So then Mr. Wilson happened to be there, I guess, or he was watching all the kids. We were kind of not paying attention at one point. So maybe, maybe he was watching all of them. I don't know. I think the kids were just running wild. Well, they were just running wild, like feral children. And then they were buying a bunch of like, expensive gifts, which I don't really think they could afford like 300, $400. Well, no, they, they, they were helping. Oh, Mr. Wilson shop for Mrs. Wilson. Okay, so they were because Dennis convinced him that he needed. And then they just happened to be there by themselves, unsupervised. Got it. Okay, so which is that's great. And um, so then they go out and like they have like this nice little bonding moment for a change, which happens in every single fucking Dennis the Menace movie. You think that like you know after a certain point, like the relationship would be solidified, and there wouldn't be like just tear tottering going on because he knows that Dennis is going to make the same mistakes over and over again. So he might as well just accept that. But anyway, so um. They have like this nice moment, and then I guess Mr. Wilson trips over him or something. I don't know. And yeah, he somehow trips over him, I don't and then know what and, and, and then he's end up in the ends up in the hospital with a cast and the neck brace and shit. And <clears throat> so then Mrs. Wilson leaves Mr. Wilson in the care of the six year old child while she go gets him his quote special medicine, which I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Well, well, she. I, don't know I mean, exactly she did what. play Nurse Ratchet in the previous right. movie, maybe so maybe that was a callback to that. Maybe, maybe she was going to get some some medicine like, from the like sanitarium, antipsychotic <laughs> medication for Mr. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so do I. So anyway, she just leaves him to watch this guy <laughs> who just came back from the hospital, and then that's when he decided to make these really shitty cookies. I think, which were I. I, I okay, I get that he's six year old, six years old. Yeah. Okay, but like, I'm pretty sure most six year olds understand that to make a cookie, there's usually like a few base ingredients that like you can't just take anything and mix it into to make a cookie. Like when I was six years old, I didn't think I could make chocolate chip cookies with pizza sauce and sardines. Maybe that's just me, but I knew that you know you actually had to have like wait, chocolates or wait, something like. Cho- wait. I've been making chocolate chip <laughs> cookies wrong all of these years, Matt. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> even without supervision, I think you would have the intellectual knowledge that chocolate chip cookies See, I don't do know not- what goes into them because I just buy those, yeah. you know, Pillsbury tubes well, and just cut that up and put it in, you know. I, I, I just assumed, I never read the ingredients, yeah, well, I just assumed that pizza sauce and sardines were in there. You've been eating sardines this whole time, so. Yeah, I don't even like fish, well, and I thought go. they were in well, there, but now I mean, you do. Apparently you do, because <laughs> you've been eating them, so. 
Uh, uh, so, so I wanted to make that mention because of the, how disgusting that scene was when he made those shit cookies. And um, so we're gonna take a break really quick here, Matt, yes. and then we'll come back and uh, we'll finish up the when we get into the actual plot of the movie. <laughs> right, we're just like rambling. Yeah, because no, 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 we'll get into the point of the movie forty-seven minutes in where it actually gets to the plot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, and we'll we'll be right back. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guest every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry you can find us on apple spotify pretty much wherever you get your podcast hope to see you there Okay, I hope you enjoyed that little ad for a product and or uh, service of some sort. I did. I liked the one about the sardine cookies. That was a good ad. Uh, Matt, I forgot to tell you. What? They dropped us. As, Damn it. Yeah, they're no longer our sponsors. Oh, crap. Yeah. I was looking forward to that. But, you know, I, cents. I will stand up for them, though. What? You know, Dennis's sardine and pizza sauce cookies are the best in the world. Yeah. You know, you can get them. Just go to your local grocer, walk in the store, and tell them that you want those. <clears throat> you know, if you end up in the insane asylum after that, that's all on you, man. That's all on you. It's all on you. <clears throat> but what if you do get them? Then email me at mike <laughs> at cullenpark.com <clears throat> and I'll send you my address and you can send me what some. If, what if you did that in a grocer actually just went in the back in the in the back and gave you a box of pizza sauce sardine cookies would that freak you out what if you didn't you can ask him if any he has anything else that's weird and he shows up like i want a soccer ball full of gummy bears he goes in the back shows up with a soccer ball full of gummy bears like holy crap we found like a magic grocer where else guy. would you keep your gummy bears i don't though? know i thought everybody kept them inside the of the basketball soccer ball. i don't know <laughs> I had a friend who kept him in a football once, but that's that was cool. weird. Yeah. Anyways, that's, um, that's kind of weird. Yeah, he was British, so maybe it was a soccer ball. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that was good. So um, <laughs> the um, <laughs> so the actual plot kicks in shortly after uh after this after the sardine cookies <laughs> and <good>. um <laughs> sorry the um Bob the angel. Mm-hmm. 
shows up after Mr. Okay, there's a point where Mr. Wilson gets so pissed off at Dennis that he basically says, I don't ever want to see you again and blah, blah, blah. And then he says, there is no Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Anyways, um, Dennis had given him a card. And uh, so, but after that, you know, he were visited by the angel who's got big wings and he keeps knocking shit over and uh Mr. Wilson's house, which is somehow funny, I guess. Anyways, um, <laughs> the uh, after it had already been burned down, yeah. You think there'd be some kind of precaution so angels don't knock shit down with their wings? Well, they they forgot to put the dentist clause in the contract, so yes. Oh yeah, that's another yeah. ongoing thing throughout this movie. Yes. There's this asshole guy and his kid who is bullying the kids bullying. Dennis throughout the fucking movie. The kid's named Jack or some bullshit. Yeah. Anyways, and the the uh, the asshole parent is uh, this guy. I think he was in. Um, I don't feel like looking it up because I'm just <laughs> so pissed at this movie. I'm pretty sure the actor was in uh, was it was in Butterfly Effect. Anyways, um, <coughs> I think he played an asshole in that too. Anyways, um, the uh, the the asshole parent. The funniest thing in the whole thing is at the beginning of the movie when they're having this little Thanksgiving Day pageant. Um, he tells his kid, "Don't forget your lines. <laughs> I don't want people thinking I'm a bad parent." <laughs> That's right. That's the weirdest fucking logic. I mean, neither matter. I have kids, but I do have nieces and nephews, and so does Matt. And um, I don't know what kind of scale you judge your your brother on 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 his parenting or not, but I don't know if one of the aspects to that is if one of his kids forgets lines in a stupid school pageant. <laughs> nope. <laughs> because I know damn well that if one of my nieces or nephews forgot a you know thing, I wouldn't give a shit. And I wouldn't think, oh, wait, my sister's a bad mom. Like you could lose your children at the mall or yeah. somewhere else. Nope. I, no one's going to think you're a bad parent if you do that. But if they're at the Thanksgiving school play mm-hmm. and they forget their line before everyone has a nice taste of the ladies' goodies, um, yes. you're a bad parent. <laughs> yep. And um, I mean, I remember that time when I was in uh, grade school and we were in this play. And uh, this this kid Freddie in my class, he, he he had like you know this little speech you know he was supposed to give. He forgot one of his lines. Child Protective Services came by, just took him away. I never know what happened to Freddie after that. His dad became an alcoholic and died the next day. Oh, all in one day! Wow. Yep. <laughs> That's a very fast acting addiction uh-huh. right there. But. I did find out years later on Facebook that Freddie is not on Facebook. <laughs> well, there you go. See, so, 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 so that was a great, you know, yeah. ending to that story. Yeah, it is. So don't forget your lines, kids. Or uh, people are going to think your parents are bad parents. <laughs> yes. So that's the moral of the whole movie. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. so, so basically, let's get back to the angel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bob, Bob the angel, yeah. played by Godfrey. Mm. I think Godfrey the Angel would be a better name than Bob the Angel. Yeah, it is. That's just me. That's their fault, so. Yeah. 
And you got a guy named Godfrey for it's, crying out loud. Yeah, they, they these these kind of people don't know when they. And it's just gold. one name too, like Cher. It's Godfrey. <clears throat> that's all he is. The, these these are the kind of people that don't know when they struck gold. Yes, and and that's why they you know they their movies are so shitties because they actually have moments of opportunity that they don't exploit. But that's or whatever. Okay. So 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 Godfrey the angel <laughs> takes uh <laughs> takes Mister Wilson. And does a whole, uh, you know, Charles Dickens Christmas Carol uh, sort of thing with him. And uh, takes him back into time when he was a little boy. And he really wanted this fishing lure or something or fishing fishing pole of some sort. And uh, he runs across. He's, he's, he's running out of his house and he goes across the street to his neighbor, who's pretty much the Mr. Wilson of his day. And it turns out that... Uh, Little Georgie Wilson was pretty much the Dennis the Menace of his time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he, he went in there and he uh, destroyed the guy's bathroom and a bunch of model mm-hmm. boats that he was putting together because he, he wanted to put the boats in the sink or something. No, the tub. In the tub. Not the tub. Not the sink. I mean the tub. He yeah. wanted to fill yeah. it up with the tub and put a, the boat in there to let it sail. And yeah, he put all the boats in there and then he <clears throat> then he broke somehow just by turning the knob on the yeah. on on the spigot of the tub broke it. <clears throat> My thing is, is yeah. who was the fucking plumber in this house? I know. Does that mean that the the guy never took a bath and just? didn't notice that the moment you turned a knob it would fall apart yeah because i don't think you should blame georgie for this well kind of i'm pretty no i no 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 he shouldn't have put him in the tub for one thing no 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 if there was good plumbing none of this would have happened well, it's either not way fault. it ruins the, the model boats by putting them in a the tub because they're not meant to be in water they're model boats they're not toy boats but how does georgie know that because who cares if he knows it or not Hey man, I'm sticking up for Georgie I'm not, here. I'm not sticking up for Georgie him. was a good kid. Maybe, but he was stupid. He just loved Oh no, I used the S word. Sorry, that's yeah. another gag, stupid gag. He just loved his neighbor so much, mm-hmm. Matt. No no doubt that he loved him, but still. Okay, he was a fucking dumb kid who didn't realize that you're not supposed to put the fucking thing in the <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that really went to zero to one hundred real fast. <laughs> so so anyways. <laughs> He floods the he floods the bathroom. <laughs> and it drips on dri- his drips on onto Mister whatever, whatever the his fuck his name is down there, <laughs> and um, Mister uh, and Mister whatever the fuck that's his name. Yeah, his, his some his, guy. Yeah, there you go. I don't even know. Who cares? Just some guy. It was uh, <clears throat> yeah. So so basically, we we realized that at that point. He didn't get his uh, little fishing fucking thing that year. <laughs> I love this movie, Matt. It's so great. I know, isn't it? Yeah, it's making me say the F word a lot. Yeah. Anyways. Um, that, that proves how much you love it. <laughs> yes. You know, it's so fucking great. Anyways, um, the. Uh... <laughs> All right, let's walk through it. Let's walk he, through it. He, okay. So, so, so he, he ends up basically not liking Christmas after that. For the rest of his life. Yeah, when he was like 10 years old. By the way, the yeah. kid who played him had like this really weird accent that I'm not even sure is like of an actual country. It's just some made up accent. But Mr. Wilson himself doesn't have the accent, so I'm not sure at what point he lost it. Maybe it was right after that. Maybe it traumatized him so much that he started speaking in a whole different accent because of how mean his neighbor was to him after he ruined his house and his model boats deck house. That's what happens. I mean, 
<clears throat> it could. I don't know how that works wait, in wait, psychology. Wait. Yeah, you know, because because when I was a little kid, I used to have a Polish accent until like this uh, until one of my neighbors uh, yelled at me. Really? Is that true? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not even Polish. So what the- Oh, that's right. What am I? I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> I was just wondering because because uh, you remember um, you remember that guy Jules um, from Toledo. Jules, um, our, our friend, friend Jules. Yeah, Jules, yeah. I remember, but you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, he he's um Polish. And he, he said, lost his accent. Well, no, he said that um, for the first like seven years of his life in his neighborhood in Toledo, everyone spoke Polish. Yeah, like not, hardly anyone spoke English. Even the, the schools were taught in Polish. The school, the school textbooks were in Polish. And then, like, once he turned seven, like, like the city like really started cracking down, and like they made him start learning English. Like, oh, okay. A, but yeah, he said like for the first seven years of his life, it was like literally like a Polish town. Like everything was in Polish. Makes sense. The street signs, even. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I don't know why. It just kind of reminded me of that when you said that. This but. movie was shot in Montreal, Quebec. Mm-hmm. So my feeling is, is that kid was probably French Canadian. Yeah. Okay. I guess that sounds because I kind of had like a Catherine O'Hara type of yeah accent. I'm not sure if she's so. from Quebec or not, but she kind of has like a. I mean, she is Canadian. I think she might be from somewhere around there. But, okay. But anyways, yeah, it's got the kind of oh yeah, you know, the almost French French kind of like infused with infused can- with a Canadian yeah, yeah. sort of. But Mister Wilson doesn't sound like that. So it's no, like, I know. What the hell, dude? Come on. But yeah, whatever. I'm just nitpicking now at this point, but. You know, the kid was probably just a day player that they found off the street that I, they couldn't, you know. Wow. He <laughs> walked in and like, hey, kid. Hey, you man, you want to do some lines? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, what sounds like <laughs> that? sounds bad. <laughs> you want to do some lines? want to do some lines and then we can, uh, <laughs> then we can some, taste some of these ladies' goodies. <laughs> that sounds so bad. <laughs> hey, kid. You want to <laughs> well, it's a G-rated movie, folks. Exactly. You want to do some lines? <laughs> So, um, <laughs> wow. so, so anyways, uh, George and, um, Bob, the angel <laughs> go to, uh, go to the present day after they go to the past mm-hmm. and we get to see how, uh, Mrs. Wilson acts on Christmas where she's basically, uh, puts a little ornament on a plant in the living room and, uh, and, Says I love you to George while he's sleeping and yeah, passed out. He's taking another nap, his 18th nap of the day. Yeah, and then um, so uh, we basically see uh, he sees how much uh, how lucky he is to have her as his wife. Mm. And uh, then we go to the future, where there's random lights on the street and fucking <clears throat> stupid things flying in the air, telling you about the. Your typical, this uh-huh. is the future looks like this bullshit, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like Back to the Future 2 future type shit, you know? Anyways, um, like yeah, that. basically. And then, um, or Blade Runner or something, I don't know. It's, uh, so we've got that, and we, we end up going, he takes him to, sh- to the uh, neighborhood, and we realize that uh, he tells him basically that uh, after Mrs. Wilson died, Mr. Wilson spent the rest of his life alone and then died of a broken heart or something basically Mm -hmm. and then dennis went to college on a skateboard scholarship and uh grew up to buy back his parents house that they lost and he's living there now in the future and uh he's all old and he hates christmas and he's wearing a Starfleet thing. For yeah, ba- basically, his, his his outfit looks like he raided Patrick Stewart's <laughs> closet 
circa 1987 and um, <laughs> stole Jean-Luc Picard's uniform. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he was wearing. It's the future, man. That's what people wear in the future. Yeah. I hate that shit so much when mm-hmm. I do that. It's like, really? So, uh, so anyways, basically we, we find out that, you know, in the future, Dennis basically becomes Mr. Wilson. Yeah. And is a grumpy old loser because he stopped believing in Christmas after he found out there was no Santa Claus because Mr. Wilson told him so. And because every adult currently who celebrates Christmas with glee still believes in Santa Claus. So if, if, if you don't believe in Santa Claus, you cannot like enjoy Christmas. So that means every adult therefore believes in Santa Claus, according to this logic. <clears throat> right? I mean, Matt, are you trying to tell me something about Santa Claus? No. No, I spoke to him yesterday. He's he's still around. Is he good? Yeah, he's good. I just he was hanging out with Tony Generous. They both sleeping underneath the bridge in Cary, Ohio. So they're good. How's Rudolph? I heard he had a little bit of an alcohol problem. His nose is always red and shit. You know. Yeah, he you know Rudolph is Rudolph. So you know. Yeah, I like to call him Rudy. <laughs> like Rudy's hot dogs. Yes, or uh, the football player. Anyways, the um. <laughs> So, um, yeah, spoiler alert, kids. There is no Santa Claus. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I hope little kids There is that. a Jesus Christ. He, he existed. He's no longer alive, though. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and he is the real reason for the season. Anyways, um... <laughs> it's called Christ Mass. That's literally yes. what it means. I mean, come on. So, Etymology, um, people. No. So, 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 like by by mass, does that like mean more, or is it no like mass? Like I when know, you go to church, like, what you always do this to me. I, I, <laughs> okay, so, I was raised Catholic. I know what it means. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So, anyways, um, so uh, basically, then we have the whole uh, Scrooge moment where he, you know, comes to terms with the fact that. Christmas is great, and he wakes up and he goes running down the neighborhood like a fucking lunatic, yelling "Merry Christmas" to everybody. Mister Wilson does. Yep. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> the whole time Dennis Dennis finally got his bike because Mister Wilson bought it for him, and uh, put yeah. it on put it under his tree, <clears throat> and then he came in and he ripped up all the bills that uh, the Mitchells owed him, and says, "You know, Merry Christmas," and gets <clears throat> a nice hug from George and. Alice and shit like that. So that's a wild Christmas. So he loses $45,000 and he buys a bike for Dennis and waves the debt. So he's actually more in the hole yeah. from well, that. Well, well the forty he waved the $45,000 and then... Um, and he, bought a bike. Yeah. So that, that's, yeah. that's wild right there. Mm-hmm. If I were Dennis, I would like worship that guy for the rest of my fucking life. Yes. We, we we end up re- we end up seeing oh yeah at one point too though I, I actually did kind of tear up when I saw the the the, the, the Christmas card that Dennis made for uh, Mr Wilson when he read it it said it said Merry Christmas Mr Wilson from your best friend Dennis Aww. it was cute anyways um <laughs> I got to point out the good points of the movie Matt yeah because there's so few <clears throat> there are so few yeah yes, anyways um so <laughs> so then what what do we have um. Oh, there was a there was a bike race then too. Yes, with the asshole kid and his dad. Yeah, and uh, Dennis let the kid win. Yeah, because he said he needed it more than me. Because his dad said that. Yeah. If, if 
only losers lose or some weird circular logic bullshit. Yeah. And then so like after he went quote unquote wins, he's like that kid. He's a loser. When, he's, like, when, he's, all the, when, when all of his friends are around him and, like and the ten, kid's all by himself with his dad. Yeah, there's like ten kids like running up to Dennis, like giving him high fives. Like, that kid's a loser. It's like, yep. Okay. That's how I judge losers. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. When you got people, throngs of people chasing after you and cheering you on. Like, yeah, that's a loser right there, man. Yep. Now let's go hang out with your dear old dad. Make sure you memorize those lines because I don't want people thinking I'm a bad parent. Yep. <sighs> that's I mean, what a winner does. Maybe the fact that you don't, the kid doesn't have any friends, might make you a bad parent. But anyways, yep. um, the uh, so so then you know they they go in for uh, hot chocolate in Mr. Wilson's house, and uh, it snows for the first time in thirty years in whatever town in Canada they're in. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I just find it hilarious that they shot the movie in Canada and they're making a big deal about the fucking snow for 30 years. I know. Anyways, it hasn't um, snowed here in 30 years on Christmas. Yeah, and so um, it snows and yeah, and um, Mr. Mitchell ends up, uh, you know, Den- Dennis, bef- you know, becomes friends with this bully guy. They're riding bikes together, and Mr. Mitchell gives hot chocolate to the to the bully dad. And, uh, you know, and it's all like a happy ending. And then Dennis is riding down the street and he hits Mr. Wilson with his bike at the end. And Mr. Wilson yells, Dennis! And that was and based the off credit. his nightmare. Yeah. The same exact yeah. scene. And then the credits start rolling. Yep. That was... And that was my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, me too. Oh, anyways. Um, <laughs> that was the best movie of all time. Yes. So, um, do you want to take a break, Matt? Uh, yes. Yeah, we'll take a break, and when we get back, we can read some reviews of the movie, and um, maybe talk about some trivia or something if we have any, and any other final thoughts that we have on this uh, wonderful, wonderful film starring Academy Award winning actress Louise Fletcher. We'll be right back. Yep. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guest every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry you can find us on apple spotify pretty much wherever you get your podcast hope to see you there And we are back. back. 
Okay, so how's it going, Matt? Uh, I am doing marginally well. Did those commercials help <laughs> you at all to get past your anger towards uh, Dennis Mitchell? No. But the sardine pizza sauce cookies hit the spot. Yeah, so. you wouldn't share any of those, you asshole. I'm sorry. Okay. But They're really good. <laughs> I was like, can I have one, Matt? And you're like, no. <clears throat> I know. I should have been more generous. Like Tony. Like Tony. Anyways, um, so <laughs> I looked up some uh, internet movie database reviews of this wonderful holiday classic. And um, so uh, this is a one out of ten story. <laughs> star rating by uh lara call one from back in 2009 um she wrote warning do not let your younger kids watch this wow raucous slapstick fare for young children harmless enough you might think but beware this g-rated holiday movie features the most unforgivable christmas spoiler of all time at one point grouchy mr wilson played by the otherwise amusing um it, uh, played to Otherwise amusing effect by erstwhile tough guy Robert Wagner bellows, there's no such thing as Santa Claus at his mischievous but well-meaning little neighbor Dennis. Given that nobody without young children would ever feel compelled to watch G-rated, kid-centric, essentially flimsy comedy, one has to wonder what the director hoped to achieve by including such a profoundly disappointing revelation in a movie bound for an audience of little children at Christmas time. Move over, Mr. Grinch. You've got competition. What? One out of ten stars. Okay, so my question is, these are kids, right? They've yeah. been around adults before. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that they've never heard anyone ever say, there's no such thing as Santa Claus or hear it at school from another kid or something. I mean, it's not like some fucking movie is going to be the first time they've ever heard that phrase. It's like I, I clearly remember the moment I found out there was no Santa Claus. My friend's There's... older brother, who was at the time wearing a Robin from Batman and Robin t-shirt, <laughs> I remember exactly what he was fucking wearing when wow. he told me. Wow. <laughs> so it was pretty profound in my life, Traumatic, I will tell you that. Yeah. I was standing outside of my grandma's house and... My friend that lived across the street from my grandma, his his older brother, came over and told us that there was no Santa Claus. Wow. I can't even remember how old I was. I was probably like eight or so. Or six. No, I was probably younger than that. I was probably like six or something. But whatever it was. Yeah, he came up and told me and my friend. He's like, yeah, there's no Santa Claus. And I'm like, what? <clears throat> what an asshole. Yeah, he just told us. And then, yeah. You should have killed him. <laughs> but but, but you, you know what? <laughs> Every year after that, I was able to figure out where my parents hid all the fucking presents, and I knew what I was getting before Christmas every year before that, so that was fun. I Anyways, I um, surprised, though. I didn't care. Oh, okay. At least I knew what I was getting. Um, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I never got a cool bike like Dennis. Anyways. <laughs> after racking up $45,000 of debt of your neighbor's yeah. house. Yeah. I did do that, though. But oh, anyway, okay. yeah. Um, wait, no, I didn't. Um, <laughs> this one is kind of long, but I think I will read it. Even though I don't know if it's a good one or not, but uh, Martian October five, okay, back in two thousand nine, wrote a three out of ten star um, review, and I just reading it because I love their headline. 
Dennis the Obsessive Psycho. <laughs> Dennis is inspired by a classroom lecture about Christmas celebrations and goes on a reckless rampage of well-intentioned destruction. Um, don't expect the exuberant Dennis who touches adult hearts with his ingenious spirit. Um, except a mis- expect a misguided kid whose ill-conceived crusade involves trespassing, persistent obsession, vandalism, and ignoring warnings. Aimed at three-year-old kids with a slapstick approach, the violent accidents are supposed to be funny and cute. They're neither. <laughs> Dennis's parents do nothing as the kid marks a checkoff list of good deeds to quote-unquote help Mr. Wilson. One fiasco after another, damage, destruction, injury. Then he tries another item on the list, damage, destruction, injury. Then another, damage, destruction, injury. And on and on. <laughs> No jury in the world would convict Mr. Wilson if he bought some pit bull attack dogs to devour this little psycho next time he sneaks on the property. Wow. And then blow up the Mitchell's house. Anyhow. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> the story then throws in a weakly contrived Christmas carol sequence um, in for a moral tag. In spite of a hopeless script, the cast all do pretty decent acting job. I disagree. Anyways, um, you might, <laughs> you may not notice the actors um, by this time, though. You'll probably be too busy rolling your eyes. Um, uses uh, the dentist moniker, but he really is a thinly disguised cheap ripoff of Home Alone. I don't know, because... Home Alone, he was protecting his house. Well, yeah. Nothing he did was... Okay, I'm, I'm going to... Yeah, it's yeah. a totally different... Yeah. yeah. You're, you're mis- misunderstanding this whole thing. You know, Dennis is a menace, whereas Kevin McAllister was just protecting his damn home from burglars, people. He was a good kid. Yeah. Don't say anything bad about Kevin fucking McAllister. Merry fucking Christmas, people. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, if you hear this... Merry Christmas. I got your back, brother. Anyways, um, <laughs> so most of these reviews are bad, so I'm not even going to try to find a good one. So, um, that, by the way, did we establish why his parents were gone? Did we ever figure that out, or were we, were we not paying attention when it happened? Because I don't remember why they were gone. Why Why he needed to watch um, Dennis. I think they were at work. No, because remember that one time when they were, like, laying down, like, watching tv like by themselves somewhere and he was he was still at like wilson's house or something maybe he was just visiting him oh maybe i don't know because i know at the one time alice dropped him off because she couldn't find a babysitter so she basically (laughs) made uh made mr wilson watch him right i don't know any other uh major thoughts on this uh on this uh piece of cinematic genius i think that you owe it to yourselves to not watch this movie. Yeah, I was just about to ask you if you recommend this movie to anyone. No, Matt. I don't. Like anyone at all? No. Even your worst enemy? No. Well, nah, not really, because I could figure out other ways to torture him, but not him. But well, him well you know what you could do? You could do $45,000 worth of damage to their house and <clears throat> stuff. And and then have them buy me a bike. Yes. <laughs> That's how you torture <laughs> yes, somebody, I people. Will. Yes, I Yes. 
So <laughs> honestly, I would rather have $45,000 worth of damage to my house. Please don't do that, people, though. No. I don't really want that. And, um, and I'd like, but, but I would like you to buy me a bike. If you want to buy me a bike, folks, you can uh, contact me at mike at cullenpark.com. I accept all gifts and donations, you know, bikes, candy, um, sardine, um, and, uh, pizza sauce, uh, cookies, um, because Matt ate all of them that we had here. I know. Well, I'm sorry. You know, it's okay, Matt. I was hungry. I'll forgive you in, in, in the spirit of Christmas. Can I get a bike too? Yeah, if you pay for it, you can get a bike all oh. you want. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. I can sell you one for $45,000 if you'd like. <clears throat> That's a pretty pretty expensive bike there. It's a good one, though. Is that a motorcycle? No. Oh, just a regular bike. Just a ra- regular. <laughs> it's a huffy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. But I'll autograph it. All right. Will Dennis autograph it, too? Dennis the Menace? Yeah. The actor who played him? Yes, the actor who played him. We'll track him down. Okay. And uh, and if you're listening, you know, if you want to sign a bike and give it to my friend Matt. For $45,000. Yes. <laughs> Feel more than happy to. Um, okay. Be, fur to, be sure to um, keep, uh, you know, listening to our show, folks. Uh, we're all over the internet and whatnot. Yeah. And um, Merry Christmas. Yeah, I guess. All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.